Well, hi there. This is the show where some talking is done, most of it hopefully by you. It's Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you on EWTN Radio, a Friday broadcast heading into the weekend. We hope that you will participate, and we think you'll have something to say about the topic today. I am Jerry Usher, along with Debbie Giorgiani, and we have the show team in place. Our producer is Ace McKay on social media is Michael McCall. I think that I get that right. No, Rich, Rich, Rich Jesse's Jesse. on social media. I yes. refresh my screen. And Matt Kabinsky is screening calls. Hey, Deb. That's right. Uh, hi, uh, <laughs> hi, Jerry. <laughs> it's Friday. Okay. Um, but, Jerry, I, I've been looking forward to this show. It's We're asking our Take-Two family, um, what words do you pronounce differently than others do like you know you could different regions of the of the of the country of the world um you know people pronounce things differently you have the local pronunciations of of cities and and different areas and then um globally people uh, pronounce things a certain way certain dictionaries have a, a particular pronunciation of words and then others if you're over in the uk have a different style so it's kind of the tomato tomato deal okay so that's or the potato potato you get the picture. But it's not a sign of, you know, I think the problem I I have with pronouncing and vocabulary and and really um, um, very precise um, descriptions of words, it doesn't, it's not a sign of somebody's intelligence or brilliance or anything like that. You know, when I was growing up in New Jersey, we had a lot of slang phrases you know, and they, some of those folks were, you know, professors in big universities. Um, and, and it's just the way we talked in the, in the town. And it's, it's kind of interesting. So we thought we would um, go out there with this question. What words do you pronounce differently than others? And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Phone lines are already lighting up. That's a good sign. It's Friday. Don't get started with your weekend yet. Here's the number, 833-288-3986. Well, Debbie gave the classic example, tomato, tomato. Um, what's, what's a word maybe that you pronounce differently than, say, other people in another part of the country, another part of the world? I was doing a little bit of looking online, and there are a lot of words that are pronounced differently. One that uh, really, uh, I've heard it pronounced uh, like pitcher, like a, if you take a pic- picture of somebody, mm-hmm. and in some parts of the country, they call it a pitcher, like a, right. something you pour water out of. So um, this is it's going to be an interesting conversation today. We hope that you'll join us. Uh, Debbie gave that number again. It's 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. Well, I'll give you a couple examples. Um, you know, and Jerry, you and I are both into movie uh, one-liners and stuff. And I can't remember what movie was when that when the um, a- the actor or actress says hi, and they couldn't get the word hi out or something. It was really funny, and it just reminded me of that when I started the show. I, you know, sometimes these movies, especially when they're really good movies. They leave, you can always remember them. You just have to say the one line or think about the one character like we do with What About Bob? And here comes the movie, Mm -hmm. the whole movie in your head. Isn't it amazing how words have incredible power? Movies have the visual screen of seeing seeing things on the big screen. They they have power because they stay with you. Very, very important. Okay, so a couple things I want to share. I don't know if our listeners picked up on it yesterday. One person did. Well, maybe there was more, but one person commented 
commented when I uh, announced that we had a caller from Missouri. And um, it's uh, the rest of the country says Missouri. And uh, those that live in in the great state um, say Missouri. And I know that because my mother-in-law was from Missouri. And Mm. she would always say, back in Missouri, back in Missouri. And so you pick up uh, different phrases, but here's and, and different ways to pronounce it. Here's something that two words that I hear uh, quite often: pumpkin. Right? People mm-hmm. still say pumpkin. Have you ever noticed that? Mm-hmm. And how about library? People still say library. Oh, is that right? They I do. I, yeah. I they, people still say it. Coffee is another word. You know, sometimes like right. in maybe I think where you're from in, in New York, New Jersey, don't they say coffee? Coffee. Everything That's more is of an a- accent thing. Though, a isn't it? A W. Right. A W. Yeah. So you talk coffee. Yep. Yeah. That's how. <laughs> that's how we grew up. But it doesn't. You know. But some people. You would. When I first came to Arizona, they they, they did kind of equate it to a sign of if your intelligence or what you know how brilliant you were or you or you uh, didn't measure up um, based on how you talked, what region mm-hmm. you came from. That was really kind of an unfair, I think, assessment. Um, just because of the way we grew up and we, the way we pronounce things. But you pretty much came from an area of the country, um, the Pacific Northwest. Did, I don't really detect an accent. Well, we, we don't think that we do. Um, we had a high school exchange mm-hmm. trip with a, a school from Long, Long Island. And, you know, we, we thought, well, they've got kind of a, an interesting accent. And they thought we were the ones with the accent. So I guess it's a matter of perspective, perspective. where you're from. But right. uh, take two family. This is a Friday show. And we want you to uh, jump in here. Um, maybe if there, you were talking about words that you pronounce differently than some people in, say, some other part of the country or the world. But also, do you have any slang phrases or things like that that are said maybe mm-hmm. in particular in, in your area mm-hmm. that are sort of, you know, unique to where you are, where you were born, where you grew up, where you live now? We can, we can expand it to, like, unique phrases and catchphrases and things like that. 833 EWTN 833-288-3986. So there's a lot of things um, in the uh, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut area. Uh, that they they uh, sometimes we we're getting this from one of our listeners. Sometimes they they uh, put a whole phrase into one word. So like if you were to say to somebody, just for forget about it. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of times from back east, they would say forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> because <laughs> you roll it all into one word. We just got that from Mike. Thank you so much, Mike. Anything else like that to keep them coming? We'd like to hear. Here go the phone lines again. That's the way to do it. Don't get started with your weekend yet. Tell us how you pronounce things. Okay, we want to know. I think it's fascinating. 833-288-3986. Can I tell you what I find fascinating real quick? Sure, yeah. I love a British um, or Australian accents. Mm-hmm. Love them. If I could, if I could, if I could talk like uh, somebody from the UK or somebody from Australia, I love it. I just love the sound mm-hmm. of it. I love the how it rolls. I love how they pronounce certain things. Like a, don't they say instead of schedule, they say schedule or or something of that I've nature. I've heard schedule. I, yeah, I mm-hmm. love that. It's so cool. It's so regal sounding. What do you think yeah. about that? I agree completely. Yeah, we're looking forward to hearing from you on the program today. Take two, family. 833-288-3986. We pronounce words a certain way, and other people maybe the same word a little bit differently. Is there one that kind of jumps out at you? Maybe a, a slang or a phrase or an idiom that's unique to your part of the country or the world? 833-288-3986 is the number to call. We're going to come right back and get to your phone calls. 
lot of you have something to say because phone lines are very full right now. Do keep trying, though. 833-288-3986. Talking today about words that are pronounced differently, like if you're from Nevada, other people might say Nevada. Mm -hmm. um, what else? Oregon. I lived in Oregon for a long mm -hmm. time. A lot of people say Oregon. So, uh, and, and like Debbie said, there's no right or wrong. Well, there might be a right way, but it's not a reflection on the person who might pronounce it a little bit differently. So let us know if there's a word right. like that for you or maybe a, a phrase or an idiom or something that's unique to your area. We are going to go to uh, Lynn driving through Illinois in just a second. I want to tell you, first of all, though, about a really a neat and unique gift from the EWTN Religious Catalog. It's the Ash Tag. It's the Ash Tag three-day devotional candle. It's an examination of conscience. Lent is coming up soon, and the Ashtag Examination of Conscience is a three-day devotional candle mm -hmm. encased in a sturdy glass holder. It has the image of three crosses on the front, which reminds us of Ash Wednesday and the Jewish tradition of penance and fasting. And on the back of the candle is the Examination of Conscience and the Penitential Act Prayer. Mm -hmm. And once blessed by a priest, the candle can be used as a sacramental. It's available now at EWTNRC.com. Free standard shipping for online orders of $75 or more in in the continental United States, just use the code free when you check out. So here's a classic one if you if you live near the Southwest. So we have Arizona State University that's in, um, obviously, Arizona. And it's in Tempe, Arizona. <laughs> Tempe, Arizona. And a lot of sports announcers and stuff, they'll pretend like they're in the area and they'll say Tempe, Arizona. We're like, yeah, you're not in Arizona. Because <laughs> <laughs> we pronounce it Tempe, Arizona. And the same thing with Prescott. Um, a lot of people love to go in northern Arizona and they say, I've, I've been to Prescott, Arizona. And that is true. It is Prescott, Arizona, but those who live there or, or frequent it a lot say Prescott. So you see, it's it's so interesting. You want to get the local terms uh, in place, especially if you're going to pretend like you live in that area or you represent that area. So it's it's really fascinating. I love uh, topics like this. Do you are you happy we put oh, this yeah. on the calendar? Oh, and I I don't believe I did, but I'm glad that somebody did because. A lot of people are uh, uh, filling up the phone lines here. 833-288-3986. As promised, let's go to Lynn first, driving through Illinois, listening on Catholic Spirit Radio. Hi, Lynn. Hey, good morning. How are you? Great. How about you? We're, we're doing good. Just driving through Illinois, headed back to Kansas. Cool, cool. What do you have for us today? Well, um, we're from McPherson, Kansas, and... I can't tell you how many times that people have said, oh, you're from McPherson. And no, we tried to tell people there's no fear in McPherson, but it's pronounced McPherson, Kansas. So there you go. That's awesome. Oh, that's too cool. Too cool. Very nice. Oh, so how is the weather where you are right now? Because we've been monitoring the weather all around the country. Are you getting snow or what? Are you, what's, what's happening in your part? Right. Um, the roads are clear. They're dry. We had fog for the first hour coming out of Chicago, but now um, it's great driving weather. So we're just happy to be on the road and headed home. Well, great. For uh, for those who aren't familiar with where McPherson is, brag on it just for a moment, Lynn. Tell yeah. us where, what part of the state it's in and something unique about it. Okay. Um, McPherson, Kansas is pretty much in the center of the state. So we're an hour north of Wichita, which is the largest city actually in the state of Kansas. Most people, most people think it's Kansas City, but it's not, because mm -hmm. um, half of Kansas City is in Missouri. So our largest city is, is Wichita, and we're about 50 minutes north of there. So McPherson's a town of 14,000, and we love the quality of life there. It's our best-kept secret. So <laughs> um, we've really enjoyed living there. 
Well, you just told the whole world about it, Lynn, so it's not, not a secret. I mean, Real estate sales yeah, are going, yeah. going up overnight. <laughs> Drive safely, Lynn. God bless you. Thanks for jumping into the conversation Thank today. you. Safe driving, um, safe driving. Jerry, we have a praise report. Did you announce about Danny? May I? I didn't. Go for it, yeah. We have a praise report, folks. This is so exciting going into the weekend. See, prayers work. Danny in Cleveland um, uh, called uh, Makabinski, our call screener, and said his kidney cancer is gone. Praise oh, be praise to God. God. Thanks for for the prayers heading back to work in a few in a few weeks dealing with fatigue at the moment okay we're danny we're going to be praying that you get a just a you know a burst of energy there so you can get going and back to work danny way to go praise be to god that is awesome it is yeah we'll keep praying too danny be sure to that we're going to go to south carolina roxanne listening on sirius xm 130 hello roxanne hey debbie and jerry how are you doing well great How's your, uh, friday hey, going? roxanne Mm-hmm. Um, so I say the word A-L-M-O-N-D as almond because uh-huh. it just has one L. My husband says it's almond. <laughs> what do you guys say? Um, I, I've heard it ahead. both ways. I yeah. have heard it both ways, but I say almond. Some people actually even omit the L. You know, they just say almond. On almond. Oh yeah, you've heard that too. <laughs> yeah, I have. But I've heard, I've heard both ways. Now, Do, Lynn, is it, I mean, Roxanne, this, yeah. this, this between you and your husband, this doesn't rise to the level of fisticuffs or anything, yeah. right? I was just gonna say. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, who gets I'm the almond? No. Yeah. <laughs> he just makes fun of me. Yeah. Oh. Well, I wonder. Yeah. Um, well, I can do, I can, if you want something to make fun of, maybe this one will start the, start everybody calling in and they'll, and they'll, uh, it cracks me up. And I'm telling you, I have checked with so many people and nobody seems to um, confirm this one, Roxanne. So I know somebody that grew up in Missouri and they claim that in Missouri, they, instead of ice cream Sunday, they say ice cream Sunda. Hmm. Have you ever heard yeah. that one? You I have? have heard that. Yes, because wow. I'm originally from Illinois, and a lot of people say Illinois, and I have heard the Missouri. Um, wow, you have! You're the first so, person yeah. to confirm it. Yeah, I wow. guess I'm old enough to know it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're you're beautiful. Well, you know what? That well, that makes me feel better. And actually, I'm probably going to have to go to confession because I kind of would, would kind of needle him a bit and make fun of it. So I'm going to have to go to confession. Thanks, Roxanne. I need to go to confession anyway. <laughs> have a good day. God Thank bless you. you. Thanks for calling in. Um, have you ever heard bit... that ice cream sunda? I haven't have heard ever... sunda. No. Uh-uh. Meaning, I have never heard ice, and I love ice cream sundays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, I, I, I mentioned um, when we were on the uh, high school exchange trip when I was in, a junior in high school, we went to Long Island and we went to uh, some, you know, it was a vending place. And, and I said, uh, what, what, kind of pop do you, what kind of pop do you have? And they yeah. said, we're out of ice cream. I said, no, no, what kind of pop do you have? We're out of ice cream. And then one of the students, local students, said, it's, it's soda. It's soda here. It's not pop. It's soda. It's soda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, well, you know, back back east, I say back east because I'm in Arizona, but in New Jersey, New York, we say we, we used to say pocketbook for purses. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no such thing as a pocketbook in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what about you, Take Two Family? We're talking about words, phrases, things you might say a little bit differently than some of our brothers and sisters in a different part of the country or the world. 
888-288-3986, and you can get on today's broadcast. So please join us. Okay. We're going to go to uh, Marsha in Alabama. Sirius XM 130 is the way Marsha's listening. Hello, and welcome to Take Two. Thank you. I was just listening to the lady from Missouri, but when I look at that license plate, why don't they say misery? <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong, but that's yeah. not my, uh, my thing. Okay. Um, anyway, I'm from, originally from Buffalo, New York, and, and a lot of Polish people there. And I checked my old yearbook after I moved down here because there were about five or six Marshas, M-A-R-C-I-A. When I moved down south, whether it was for a job interview, whether it was a doctor or a dentist office, they call me Marcia. I go, what? Uh-huh. So, mm. it, in down south, you are, are Marcia, unless your name is spelled M A R S H A. Oh, I wasn't yeah. aware okay. of. Oh, Marcia yeah. or Marcia. Okay, but you're Marcia, correct? Yeah, Marcia, but C I A. Yeah, right, right, right. Is that is that? Do you find a lot of other Marshas with your spelling, Marcia, or do you find them mostly with the S H A? S H A, and then. You know, people have even sent me things like notes and cards, and they spelled my name M-A-R-S-H-A instead mm-hmm. of C-I-A. Okay. That's just, you know, because they mm-hmm. probably don't not familiar with the C-I-A part. But right. that's okay. So, so, I like people down here. And- yeah, Marsha, I have to ask you this question. How did Marsha Brady spell it? I'm just curious. M-A-R-C-I-A. Uh, she did? Oh, she wow. Did, yeah. and, okay. and, and, yes, she did, because when people would meet me, and they'd say, and I'd tell them, my name is Marsha. They'd say, oh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. So yeah, right. <laughs> people I was people just thinking do about that. do that today, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, before you go, uh, Marsha, real quickly, I just have to say this because we happen to have, have started with the Missouri, Missouri um, thing of how to pronounce uh, places. I just want to say another best kept secret is in Missouri, it's absolutely beautiful. They have a place called The Hill where you, it is the best Italian food I believe I've ever had, I think, in my life. Um, I didn't know. I'm sure you're probably familiar with that, Marsha, but it is incredible. It's called The Hill. If you're ever in Missouri, another great, uh, great secret there. And I, I love, I love that. Have you heard of it? Beautiful. No, I have not. And what was the name of the city again? It's it's, well, it's, called... it's just outside of St. Louis. It's Saint kind Louis. of a suburb of St. Louis, oh, but Louis the, the, it's oh, kind of like yes. a na- okay. it's a neighborhood. It's called The Hill. It's it's kind of the Italian um Former, the late uh, Los Angeles Dodgers manager, Tommy Lasorda, when mm-hmm. the Dodgers would play the Cardinals in St. Louis, he had a, a back room that they always reserved for him. So it that's must right. be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Anyway, yeah. So that's another best kept secret there, a little secret. So thank you, Marsha. God bless you. Have a great you. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from Marsha to Patricia in Massachusetts, listening on the station of the cross. Hello, Patricia. Hello. Welcome. How are you? Thank good, you. Good. Yeah. I have a theory about language and how we uh, formulate the sound of our words, okay. and it's completely unresearched. So, <laughs> But I, I grew up in Michigan where it's very flat, and so the A's are very long, and they, they go with the terrain, you know, so you talk according to the geography of your area. And my father and my mother grew up in the East. My dad was from Boston, and I live in Boston, and the... The language here tends to soften the curves, you know, soften the R's and the A's, so that it, it, and then I went to college in 
San Diego and lived out west. And out there, it's very um, wide open spaces. And um, also in the southwest, the sun is really hot. People tend to be a little more affected by the terrain and the weather. Anyway, I think that um, sound and the way it formulates is an important part of how we pronounce things. And our terrain, our geography plays a role in that. So where in Michigan, I would say, you know, something with a lot of, you know, long A's. Where in Boston, I would say, you know, Pakika and Havajad, you know. <laughs> I don't do a good Boston accent, even though I live here. Um, but it's, you know, and then also I think that the Native American community who named everything first, or much of it before we got here, gave us words that were, especially in, you know, when you see, like, uh, Winger Sheik is a beach in Massachusetts, or Worcester, it's not pronounced, I mean, it's pronounced Worcester, but it's not spelled that way. And um, coming from the Midwest, I, there's a town here called Peabody, but I looked at it and said Peabody, you know, reading, you know, reading. So I do think that, um, and another interesting thing in terms of language in the Catholic Church, we we say salve regina, but the Latin is salve regina, you know, like... Yeah, yeah. Classical So Latin, I, yeah. I think, yeah, the way tra- sound travels, the way we interact with one another um, formulates the the cadence of our language, I think. That's a fascinating uh, hypothesis. Um, I had never thought of that, Patricia. But, you know, maybe there is something to that. And I noticed right away you said you're, you live in Boston, but I noticed you didn't have the, the traditional typical accent from there, but you've spent time in, like you said, San Diego and other places. So... Um, would you consider yourself to have no accent, Patricia, or do you think other people, you know, because you and I and, and Debbie, we all kind of talk kind of the same way, and uh, we we probably don't think we have accents, but other people might. So what do, what is your take on that? Well, I do believe, like, when I was in college and I was living in the in California, my sister got very annoyed with me because I started sounding like a valley girl. <laughs> 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 and I think that um, my mother from upstate New York would say, I have standard American English. And Mm. my father, I wouldn't notice his accent until he was reading at church, and I would look up and I would say, who is that man? Oh, that's my dad, you know, like, (laughs) he sounds like someone from Boston, you know. Um, So uh, some people notice the accent, some people don't. Um, I do believe that uh, if you use your perspective of the way someone sounds, to find superiority or look down on them, it's not good. Because I think instead of saying, do I have an accent, we should be asking, can I understand you? And mm-hmm. wow. um, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's a more important way to look at the way we sound. Because if we, you know, like um, Debbie was saying, um, mm-hmm. you know, she found that people in Arizona were you know, judging according to how you sound. And it's not good. You know, it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not the way we are meant to live. I don't know if I have an accent. I hope I don't. Um, When I go to Michigan, they say you sound like you're from back East, (laughs) 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 Um, which I think is funny because I can't really hear it, you know? Yeah. I think you're brilliant, and I think you're very. I think you're brilliant and very sensitive to this. You have a great insight. I love your approach. I love your um, your um, 
personal research, if you will, based on, on, on your, on your life experience. I think it's fascinating. And I agree with you. It's interesting that you're saying this. I actually know somebody from California who started to talk like a Valley girl and she actually has four degrees, Patricia, four degrees. And so, um, you know, that's, you're right. It's very interesting. Way to go. Hit a home run with that call. Thank you so much. What do you say, Jerry? I say there's an open phone line at 833-288-3986, talking about words that you pronounce differently, phrases, idioms, things like that. Join us on this Friday of Take Two. talking about pronouncing words today and we're having a fascinating discussion actually when we're on break we're, we're continuing the conversation about this it's, it's really interesting I, I just want to say again a thank you to Patricia you really got us um, uh, going deeper and, and looking at different regions and different countries and stuff it's fascinating I love it love it love it I love the take two family Senna is up next in um, Toronto on the EWTN app. I hope I got your first name correct. Can you help us? Welcome. Oh, that, yeah, that's correct, Debbie. Yeah. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Jerry. Uh, hey, calling from Toronto. Yeah. Finally, I uh, get first time call you guys. I've been listening to you guys uh, for almost a year and a half now. Uh, mm. Debbie probably started to notice my Aussie accent, and uh, that's why I called because she mentioned it. Uh, mm. And by the way, today's uh, today's Australia Day. Uh, January 26th, so perfect timing. Oh. Um, oh. I live in Toronto the last nine years. Um, I'll probably sound like, uh, sound like South African a little bit these days, but uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I just wanted to um, mention we uh, uh, we call it banga sanga, which is, uh, which is a sausage sandwich what we usually make on a barbecue. Mm-hmm. And to make it more interesting, uh, there's a, a kanga banga sanga, which is a, a kangaroo meat sausage uh, barbecue. <laughs> Uh, wow. So, and if you want to add to it, you can put uh, some dead horse, which is uh, tomato sauce. <laughs> so, how is that uh, kanger banger sanger son? Is that is that good? Is kangaroo taste good? Oh, very good. Uh, very. Um, it's basically mussels, right? So it's it's clean and, and uh, yeah, just uh, barely cooked. You just flip it once, and it's good to go. Wow, awesome. so I what, never knew that. Yeah, go ahead, Deb. Go ahead. I'm doing a hog. No, 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 go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I was just curious. First of all, happy Australia Day, Senna. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting, the timing on this. I'll just throw this in as an aside. I'm at the Basilica of St. Paul in Daytona Beach, Florida, as a seminarian in the Diocese of Orlando, uh, serving a pastoral year, and I had the adult faith formation classes. And last night was the, the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul in our parish of St. Paul, and I showed a video. It was an interview with Steve Ray done by, his name is Char Bell, with Perusia Media in Australia. So I, I heard the, uh, the accent of Char Bell last night, Senna, and yours, yours is just as beautiful. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Yeah, well, um, these days I, uh, me, me, I, I, uh, I was born uh, in the Middle East, but I uh, grew up in Australia. I lived in Australia for 26 years, so I um, married uh, to a Canadian, so that's how I moved. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, now I, because I have my other languages behind me, it probably I don't understand as deep as Aussie, but uh, much more subtle Aussie accent. Uh, but I try a lot because I have to always come down and, you know, I, I say think all the time, but I've never said think in my life. It was always I reckon. But uh-huh. uh, now I have to change because people don't understand me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I say, what well, I reckon. They say, what? And it's all I think. That's what we 
it's very yeah. English, like very South English in in, mm. in Aussie many words. I think, in, you know, obviously, uh, you know, back mm. in the days where where the immigrants went, uh, or well, um, you know mm. what I mean. So, but mm. uh, anyways, uh, yeah, a lot of people get confused because they say, "You oh, you sound like South Africa." That's an insult mm. for an Aussie, but yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I, I, I take well, it. Well, Senna, I want to thank you so much. Being a first-time caller, you could hear that, um, actually, you could hear that I was completely silent and never even said a word, because I love listening to your voice. I absolutely love it. I have to ask you this question. Um, see, now I start to talk like an Australian. Um, Senna, I have to ask you this. You call, when when somebody says something nice, you call them mate? Is that is that the right is that the right word? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's the usual. That's what I was calling the uh, the screener, mate, all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. mate is like, it's very common. Like even girls uh, use it. Uh-huh. Sheilas, we call them sheilas, the girls. Uh, but yeah, you can, uh, you can, yeah, girls even use it. Like if if they really, really country uh, girls, and then they'll use mate. Mate is, uh, yeah, it's like a friend, like buddy. Pretty much like a North American okay. buddy would be the would be the. Uh, but so we can we make it, 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 it? Yeah. Yeah. So so and it, the screener. It, Right. Well, let me ask you this question. I'm just curious because there's a lot of Australians, believe it or not, where I live. And I have um, distant cousins in Australia. A uh, question for you. If I were to say to someone like you just said to Jerry, oh, that's good. Good job, mate. If I were to say that, does that sound peculiar from a male, from a female going to a male? Or is it how does that work? No, 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 no. I work all the, all, all the girls always call me mate. Like they, just, okay. they know that's what I say. And uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, we, we, we take no offense at all. It's more like closeness than anything else. Okay. I'm going to try it. You just added yeah. another word. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. And no, no, no problem. Not a problem. Thank you. Thank uh, you for listening. And uh, thank you, Tom. I'll give a chance to a different caller. Yeah. Thank, uh, thanks I for work listening. with Air Canada. Yeah, I yeah. work with Air Canada. I'm just outside now to start my shift at 1 o'clock, so I thought oh, I'll okay. call. Uh, make, make Debbie's day because she said that she likes the Aussie accent and <laughs> she was mentioning schedule, which it is a schedule it from my understanding, but everybody makes fun of me because I say it. But, yeah. I love it. Beautiful. Well, you definitely yeah. made my day. Thank you so much. Yep. Don't wait so long to call a second time. So That's a first-time right. caller today. Wasn't that fun? listening to the show for a long time. We appreciate that. All right. Linda's been holding patiently in southern Indiana, listening today on the EWTN app, which we should all have on our phones. Hello, Linda. Welcome. Hi, everyone. Hello. (laughs) Um, Hi, Linda. Hi there. Hi. Uh, I have one. I'm, uh, well, I live over in in, uh, Floyd County, Indiana, right across the Ohio River from Louisville, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And that is how the natives and everyone around here calls it Louisville, but the technical name is Louisville. So okay. if you say okay. Louisville, you're not from around here. <laughs> so you say you say it one more time, Louisville. 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 Okay, got it. Oh, I love that. I'm actually <laughs> going there. Yes, that's cool. And then wait a minute. So you're in you're in Southern Indiana. You have um, uh, Native American uh, towns too, don't you? Where you live? Um. No. Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I can't okay. think of any right away. I think I'm you actually do. from Floyd's Knob, which is oh. right out. Well, I'm about 15 minutes from downtown Louisville, Louisville mm-hmm. or Louisville. <laughs> Louisville. So, very cool. Right, and I have another one too that I didn't know until recently. I've always called the state of Nevada, Nevada, mm-hmm. but then recently I heard that the natives there call it Nevada. 
I yeah. don't know how true that is, but it is. It well, is I'm, actually yeah. when I would I my territory for Catholic radio of um, way back in 2010 um, was. Um, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, and we would do parish talks, and the the locals would tell me, "Please say Nevada, don't say don't say Nevada, because we don't like it." I said, "Okay, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Just fill out a pledge card." <laughs> and I didn't even know that till recently. All my life, I've called it Nevada. <laughs> so, well, well yeah, isn't I... it the same with Colorado too? Is it Colorado? Some say Colorado, some say Colorado. I mean, it's the same thing, right? Isn't it? Yeah, well, I, I've, I've lived in Reno a couple times working with Catholic Radio, and uh, it is Nevada. Yeah, I know that that's how the people who live there want it to be pronounced, but um, you're right, uh, Linda. Some people say Nevada. I mentioned earlier Oregon, Oregon. Um, some people say Washington, my home state of Washington. <laughs> wow. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's interesting how these things sort of uh, uh, develop and get a life of their own. Yep. Linda, thank you for uh, participating. Thanks for waiting so long as you did on the phone line there and for being with us here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. What about New Orleans, Debbie? That That, that is one that can be pronounced several different ways, I think, can it? Like New Orleans, what? New Orleans, New, or- New Orleans, yeah. Nolans. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's the same Somebody's with like Newark, New, Orleans, Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, a lot of people say Newark, Newark. We say Newark, New Jersey, yeah. Oh, Isn't okay. that, so it's kind of interesting because I think what, again, you, they, uh, the locals, we tend to kind of sometimes either rush through part of the, the word because it's so long or we shorten it and, and, and smush it together to make it faster for speech. Um, but I, I will tell you that people come, oh, I used to remember when a, a lot of people settle, uh, inter, internationally in Arizona, they love the desert, um, weather, the climate and, um, it's difficult for them because they want to, they, they always will tell you, slow down, slow down, because they can't quite pick up the, the fast words. Hmm. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is interesting. For me, it was easy because I came from Jersey and we, we, we spoke rather quickly. Um, okay, so where do you want to head next? Well, I'll just remind folks, we have an open phone line, 833-288-3986. This is Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you. It is your show on a Friday talking about words that we pronounce differently than other people. Or uh, if you have something that's unique to your area, like uh, the name of a city or a phrase or an idiom or something, Mm -hmm. share that with us as so many people have and many others are waiting online here. 833-288-3986. We will go to Sue in Illinois listening also on Sirius XM 130. Greetings, Sue. Hi, how are you guys? Great. So glad that you called. Thank you. Um, uh, when the pandemic started, one of my good friends started a rosary, online Zoom rosary, and I'm happy to say we're still doing it five Praise days God. a week. But we are doing the uh, the long St. Joseph prayer, and it comes to the part where it says, um, may I offer my praise and H-O-M-A-G-E. And I think every one of us pronounces it differently. And I yeah. like foreign languages, so I think in French it's homage. But it sounds kind of presumptuous. <laughs> and so I don't know how to, to pronounce it, whether it's homage or homage or what. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I actually, um, where I moved from to, to uh, the Diocese of Orlando, I was my parish in Big Bear City, California. Our deacon would, would say homage, homage. Right. And I've always said homage myself. I've said so. homage, too. Yeah. 
I've said homage too, but I've heard it. I've heard it multiple ways. You know, Sue, and this is where I go back to the the thing about prayers. I think the prayers and and those and even the ancient prayers are so beautiful. But some of the words, I think it would it would it would um, serve us well if we had um, it. Uh, pronounced to us properly, or at least the acceptable pronunciation of things. Because I think sometimes, it, it, again, the same thing happens. If somebody were to lead the prayer and they don't they don't pronounce that particular word correctly, then somebody thinks, oh, they don't know how to pray it. They they, And that's just not true. What, what do you say to that, Sue? Well, right. I mean, like I said, we all pronounce it differently, but we know what we mean, and God knows what we mean, so it's no problem. But I was just cur- curious what the most common usage would be if you were praying here in in Illinois. (laughs) Yeah. I've always said homage. I've said that. Yeah. Well, as we've been on the show, um, I have been peeking in on how to pronounce.com and listening and they have several different pronunciations, but the first one they say is how it's pronounced is homage Homage. without the H, but the 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 short O. So, um, but uh, either way, Sue, I think it's important that we pay that homage or homage to St. Joseph, as you were all doing. So yeah. you say homage, homage. I, I you're homage, right. Yeah. Homage actually is the, I would say, Jerry, that first pronunciation that you picked up, that's actually what's used most often that I've heard in prayers. So I don't yeah. know if that helps. So homage. Mm-hmm. It does help. But I wanted to also tell you that my family's background is from a little town called Bernadotte, in Illinois, and some say Bernadotte. But anyway, we use phrases like we... We fetch things sometimes <laughs> instead of bringing something. And this is one I've never heard anyplace else. When we want to clean out a closet, we're going to redden the closet. Or if you want to clear the table, you redden the table. <laughs> Have you ever wow. heard of that one? No. Re- did you say redden like R-E-D? You know, I don't know how it's spelled. I'm, wow. I'm guessing it came from ready the table. Oh, R-E-A-D. that. Yes. Okay. Okay. Very cool. You're going to redden the table. I love that. That's really cool. Yep. Okay, we're getting out of closet. So. Okay, we're we're getting um, some of our um, fr- some of our teachers weighing in. So a lot of them said it's homage or homage. You can it's kind of like herb and herb and everything. So <laughs> I guess with the H, some people drop it, some people do the ah. So there you go, Sue. Well, I always think uh, if I'm in a place, I pronounce it the way the people pronounce it. You know, if they have their own way of pronouncing a town, even if I don't think it's right, I, right. I figure it's their town. <laughs> yeah, huh. yeah, that's true. Good point. Interesting. You're so oh, awesome. You guys, thank, thank you. Thanks, thank Sue. You, have Sue. a great weekend. I just looked this up. Read, read the table. R-E-A-D. Read the table. So it's like ready. And yeah. it says, um, uh, it's, uh, it's a term used in... Well, it can be used in business, like to read the table was meant to quickly and discreetly scan all of the people around a conference table when entering a conference room for a meeting so as to gauge or assess the general demeanor of those in attendance. Similarly, to read the room meant to do the same thing, but in a larger sense. So, yes, it can be used. It sounds like it's got several different meanings. Now Sue's got me thinking. I think I do say homage. I don't know what I say anymore. I can't even remember what I ate for dinner last night. <laughs> um, Jerry, can I um, share with our listeners about Divine Intimacy Radio? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Divine Intimacy Radio is Sunday, 6.30 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. Join Dan and Stephanie Burke as they talk with Lance Mudd about his conversion. And you tune in as Lance shares his story of overcoming alcoholism and turning back to God and trusting in him. Wow. Divine Intimacy Radio. Love it. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, Kathy's been waiting so patiently in Minneapolis, Minnesota, listening on the EWTN app today. Kathy, we're glad that you called and waited to get on. Welcome. Thank you. How are you? Mm -hmm. Doing well. I pray that you're having a good day. I am having a good day. Um, Good. We uh, we grew up in Iowa, and uh, uh, said uh, caramel, like caramel apple. Mm -hmm. My sister moved to Tallahassee. Lived there about 20, you know twenty years, and she and she called me one day and she was laughing. She was talking to somebody about car, like caramel apples or something, and they said, "Y'all are missing a vowel. It's caramel." Missing a vowel and so, a syllable. Yeah. Right, right, right. A syllable, right? So mm-hmm. anyway, caramel or caramel. Caramel. That's- well, and especially when you have Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Um, when I grew up in New Jersey, it was Our Lady of Mount Carmel because I, my aunt, who's a Dominican sister, her name is Sister Carmel Lavolsi. And mm. so we always said Carmel. And when I came out to Arizona, same thing happened to me, Kathy. And I actually like um, caramels or caramels. I love them. I think they're, they're, they're delicious candies. And I came out to Arizona and there's a big festival they have with these caramels, caramels. And they made so much fun of me, Kathy. Kathy, because I said caramel, um, and then I just said, "Just give me the candy." I don't, whatever that was, that stuff is. <laughs> I know, I love it. So anyway, okay. Well, thanks, Andy. thanks for taking my call. Thanks, Thank Kathy. you. Thank I you. love. I buy that caramel dip, you know, for oh. apples. Oh yeah. Because yeah. finding caramel apples is not. It used to be easier when I was a kid. I think they could hurt break find... your teeth. You know, you better be careful. Well, they're in like you know specialty sweet shops and stuff like that. But yeah. I just buy the caramel and just slice the apple up and dip it in there and do it. Yeah. In my own oh, way. that's so good. You know what else is really good too? You can actually. Um, have you ever had bananas dipped in caramel? Oh yeah, uh-huh. oh. sure. Oh, you have. Okay, and orange. Yeah, have you had chocolate. orange? I haven't had orange dipped in caramel, no. But it's you can dip anything in caramel. It's so good. <laughs> I love those chocolate, those frozen chocolate bananas that they have. You know, yeah, chocolate yeah, bananas. it's so good. Do you see wow. how we digress into yeah, food see, all the is, time? <laughs> this is what we do off the air. We just, you know, when we get done with the show, we're going on for hours talking about what you all share with us on the show. Um, Ron, northeast uh, northeast Wyoming, listening on Real Presence Radio. Hi, Ron. Hi, how are you doing? I'm Great. loving your show. Oh, Aww, thanks. thanks, Ron. Well, we love you. Thank you. So um, I am originally from Chicago, and uh, I've lived out west for uh, quite, a, quite a while. I've um, um, not been back for a while. But uh, anyway, there's a Chicago particular way of talking about a room in a house. And so a typical house in uh, within the city of Chicago, um, at least at one time, there were uh, bungalows, and there were... Uh-huh. You know the small brick uh, single residences, mm-hmm. and uh, so in the bungalow, uh, bungalow style house, there was always a, a, a living room in front and uh, facing the street, and people always put their back in the day they put their best furniture and the best items up in that living room area. But in Chicago, they don't call it a living room; uh, it's uh, actually uh, the front room. 
mm-hmm. but the way they pronounced it is F R U N, the fun room. Fun room. So, oh, wow. <clears throat> Interesting. Isn't that kind of a like, strange thing that, that like kind of cracks me up when you. Yeah. So, what's a what's a parlor then? I mean, isn't that isn't that a room in the front or something like that too? Isn't that the same thing? The parlor parlor, you know, like a Victorian style yeah. house would, yeah, yeah, would be yeah. would be kind of off to the side of the living room, okay. and it would, okay. it would be a place for where people would uh, actually wait for the host to uh, come in. So right. you'd be received into a parlor, gotcha. and then eventually you'd make it into the living room or the fun room, like they call it in Chicago. <laughs> Yeah. So you live in northeast Wyoming. I'll bet that's a beautiful area, Ron. It is beautiful. It's, it's a wide open country and you have a lot of natural beauty right? here. Um, there are um, mountains, but there are more hills. Uh, yeah. The uh, Black Hills are not far away. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's a good distinction. Yeah, because that's another thing. You know, hills, a lot of people call their hills mountains in certain states. And, of right. course, people, states with mountains say that's not a mountain, that's a hill. Yeah. <laughs> a little speed bump or something. <laughs> God bless you, Ron. Thank you Thank for being you, part of this fun show on this Friday. Appreciate it. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so we're going to go. We have to go really fast now, guys. Elizabeth in Minnesota on Real Presence Radio. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi. Uh I was just going to let you know, I don't know if we're the only people in my family who call it mayonnaise. I guess it's usually mayonnaise, or but no. I've tried to pronounce it that way, and I can't. So Wait, how do you say it, Elizabeth? I just, two syllables, mayonnaise. 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 Yeah, that's how, that's I, how say I say it, too. It, yeah. That's how I say it. I think. I think maybe it's because <laughs> if you say it fast, you know, even mayonnaise, mayonnaise would be mayonnaise if you mayonnaise. say it fast. I don't know, but I've heard mayonnaise as well. Why don't um, you just say mayo? <laughs> mayo, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that solves that one, right, Elizabeth? Yeah, that would solve it. Yeah. I never call it that, though. <laughs> you know, our call screener, Matt, put up on the screen, he said you were, you were going to talk about a, a condiment, but he didn't say which one. And there's another condiment that I thought you were going to probably talk about, and that is ketchup or catsup. Oh, who's it's ketchup. Have, have it's you, ketchup. Elizabeth, have you ever heard it called catsup before, C-A-T-S-U-P? No. You never have? No, I've never heard it. Where, where did you get that from? Have you ever heard that, Elizabeth? I've always heard yes, ketchup. Yes, I have heard of catsup, but I've never called it that. Oh, really? Yeah. You have? Except oh. maybe as a joke. Yeah. It was a joke on you, Jerry. Well, online it says ketchup or catsup is a table condiment with a sweet and sour flavor, and it goes on from there. Well, so, then you were uh, right. I, I haven't seen I haven't seen catsup in the store in decades. But mm-hmm. remember when I was a kid, and you know me, Debbie, I'm the king of condiments. King so you know I would condiments. not lie about something like this. That's true, Elizabeth. When we go, when we used to do pledge drives, and we would actually go in person, Jerry would have those little ramekins, those little cups of every single condiment you could imagine: hot sauces, this sauce, this. I, I don't know how his stomach handled it, Elizabeth. Well, I've got to tell you, this is this is a true story. Uh, the parish where I'm living this year, my pastor has gotten to know me as a lover of condiments. I saw him in the hallway this morning. He says, I, by the way, I went to the store. You've got more ketchup in the refrigerator. Oh, he, that's Just this so, morning, he said that. That is that. so nice. <laughs> that is so nice. So, I'm the, Elizabeth, I have the uh, nickname, the king of condiments. What do you think about that? <laughs> uh, sounds pretty good. Yeah. No, he, food's meant to have stuff slopped all over it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thank Elizabeth. You. Have Thanks, a great Elizabeth. weekend.
Yeah. God bless yeah. you. Okay. Antoinette is calling in from, uh, help me out, Jerry. Oh, Louisiana. Okay. Christ our King Radio. Hi, Antoinette. Hello, Jerry and Debbie. Hi there. It's so wonderful to talk to y'all. <laughs> Likewise. Likewise. Um, uh, I was going to say, some people say Louisiana. We say Louisiana because she doesn't like to miss her Louise in it. <laughs> okay, so wait, 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 wait a second, Antoinette. So you from Louisiana, you say you say Louisiana, correct? We say Louisiana. Okay, got it. Got it. Okay. Well, I'm Love getting it. an education today. How far are you? It says here, is it Rain, Louisiana? Is that how you say your city, Antoinette? Right. Okay. R a y n e. Yeah. Are you near New Orleans, or how would you say New Orleans? Because I, like I mentioned earlier, how would oh, you say? Oh, my dad was from New Orleans, and he'd say we're going to New Orleans. New Orleans. Okay. <laughs> so they have that. How's it? You coming to New Orleans today? <laughs> no. Y'all are y'all coming to New Orleans today, right? Yeah, y'all. <laughs> Y'all coming to New Orleans. <laughs> so, you anyway, <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. No, please say what you were going to say. Um, I wanted to tell you this story because I tried to call the other day when y'all were talking about um, experiences with the church, and uh, mine was with the Holy Spirit being confirmed. Mm-hmm. And uh, my sister and I got confirmed together because we were, she's October 10th and I'm October 7th. Wow. She's 55 and I'm 56. Nice. The years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the years of 55 and 56. Okay. You could have passed for just being in your 50s, though, Antoinette. I'm serious. You sound like it. And I love your spirit. You are a sweetheart, you know. Um, what a great mm-hmm. uh, contribution you made to the program. Thank you, Antoinette. Let's go real quickly. Christiani, near Boston. You got about 15 seconds. Can you do it? I don't know. Yes. Okay, real quick. Hello? You hear that music? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm just, uh, first of all, God bless you all. And um, uh, I'm original from Brazil. Okay, so got to go quick. Got about 15 is... seconds. Okay, my daughter's name is H A N N A. And then mm-hmm. here they pronounce Hannah, and it is Hannah. And I'm Hana. always thinking like about um, the letter Patricia. Why the office is not office? Yeah, well, that's a good question. Maybe another show we can do that. Hannah or Hannah? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Christiani, I wish we had more time to give you there on that. Thank you so much. Thank you, show team, affiliates. Thank you, Take Two family. Great way to head into the weekend. And we ask Saints Timothy and Titus, please pray for us. Amen.